episode three of Under the Bridge with Cody, Ooh. aka the Scarlet Troll. Oh, are we doing this? Uh, uh. <laughs> 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 the Asian Duck uh, Man, aka Nick. And I am the average Greg, aka Greg. I, I think I might just drop it and just stick with Greg at this point. Because I don't oh, want to give my other I don't feel like I want to give my other handle on YouTube because I've just talked about some random crap on the internet with that handle, so <laughs> Yeah, alright. Alright. Episode three, and uh anybody who's still paying any attention to my channel knows that's about the limit of what I've historically hit for videos that take more than 10 minutes. Oh boy. So, so good sign. So you've, so you've already beaten Valve. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was a terrible point. joke. Holy shit. But Thank I you. like it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I like it a lot. Never tell me that joke again. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, they already made Half-Life 3 if you count Half-Life Alex. Yeah, Alex ain't 3. So, anyway. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's another week of stuff. More things of happen. Stuff. There's a movie review for a movie that only I have seen. It's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, maybe you'll want to see it too. I wanted to see it, but like, life happened. Okay. Unfortunate. I'll see the next one. Life is the worst. I I still don't know what the next one's gonna be. But we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Live so, discussion about the movies on uh, when we get there. But let me get to, let me go to the script. What about the script, the the idea of like what we're talking about. <laughs> well, we're gonna start with just random miscellaneous stuff. Uh, Empire Magazine has confirmed the Illuminati for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So when you told me this, it was kind of um, I thought you were talking about the actual Illuminati that people believe in. Because <laughs> I didn't know any better. It reminded me a lot of when we met in college and you told me that there was a Black Panther comic book character. I was like, uh, excuse me? And then I had to specify, <laughs> no, not the not the political party. <laughs> no, I was no. just like, oh, okay. Isn't the Illuminati <laughs> no, just the Court of Owls? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so for, for people who don't know, the Illuminati in Marvel Comics is basically some of the smartest, most influential oh. quote-unquote good guys in, yeah. the, in the Marvel Universe deciding they can solve problems preemptively and then never solving problems preemptively. What is it, like, Strange, uh, Stark, uh... Their, their original membership in the comics was Strange, Iron Man, Mr. Fantastic, Black Bolt, Namor, and Professor X. They offered a Black Panther membership, and he was like, this idea is stupid, y'all are stupid <laughs> for thinking this is gonna work, I'm out. Peace. It does. It does sound like a very hilariously bad idea, just full of shenanigans. Bro, can we get like, Namor for like Doctor Strange too, please? Well, I I'm pretty sure that this Illuminati is going to be different. There have been alleged leaks as to who's in it, and I, I don't know. I don't necessarily know if it's worth discussing, but it does sound like it's going to be different. I am hoping the rumors that they got Tom Cruise to play a variant of Iron Man are true, though, because that's just hilarious. <laughs> Tiny Iron Man. I mean, they I... were Robert Downey Jr. is not exactly not exactly a skyscraper either. Do you know how many tricks <laughs> they had to do to get him to not look shorter than everybody else? I think he's shorter than Scarlett Johansson. Is he really? Actually, he now really? I have to now I have to check. But while I'm checking on this, uh, the the joke is Tom Cruise was once in consideration for Iron Man way back when. Hmm. So that I would be why they would get him. That would be Tony. interesting. Tony Stark is enough of a nutter that I could see. Um, <laughs> right, like in another Tom world, Tom Cruise doing it. Mm -hmm. 
in another world. Honestly, I could see Nick Cage doing it now. <laughs> well, we well we almost got him as Superman at one point, so sky's the limit. No, we did get him as Superman. And T did. Never mind, I was dead wrong. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. is apparently like five inches taller. Oh, okay. So yeah, he's not. A man but he's five. He's five eight. Which I mean, I'm five okay, zero, he's... so he's taller than me. But okay, five eight. He's not a manlet. He's just a short man. He's yeah. just a short man. <laughs> manlet. Sorry, Cody, but you kind of entered a manlet territory. I, I hate you. <laughs> that is the new term. Um, so, the Illuminati being in Doctor Strange 2 is one of those things where, especially after the second trailer with Patrick Stewart as totally not Professor X, you guys, uh, I think a lot of people kind of saw it coming, but it's still nice to have that confirmation. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm looking just, forward I, to this. I'm just gonna watch the movie and probably enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where I know that they're I I guess the Illuminati's like kind of noteworthy, but I don't know enough about what they do in the comics to have a strong reaction in either direction. They mostly just show up to they mostly just show up to be like, We should do something about this crisis, but we have differing opinions. I say it sounds like the kind of group where they show up, try to help and make it worse. Yeah, no, they're Historically, their track record is terrible. Like, just the, <laughs> the absolute worst. Which means it's great for fodder and plot development. And... Especially because around the time they were introduced was right around when Civil War started and half the members Ooh. turned into actual fascists. Oh. Yeah, that's a bad time to start a... Start a... It wasn't yeah. even their date. Like, in-universe, they... It was like, yeah, we've been around since, like, the Kree-Scroll War or whatever, but that was when they started publishing them, so they were created around the Civil War era, and it's like, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's not a good look for half of y'all. <laughs> anyway, I think the, funny, I think the funniest thing is that name, uh, not quite, I have one more funny fact. Go for it. Uh, Norman Osborn assembled his own version of the Illuminati at one point called the Cabal, and <laughs> aside from including a bunch of supervillains, Namor was also on it as well. And in his own words, he could not see the difference between them, between the two groups. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. I love was... Namor. I actually legitimately like Namor as a character. I, I really hope that they introduce him at some point. I do like that there's that one asshole that really only Captain America can tolerate, and even then, <laughs> not really, and only only because they punch Nazis together. <laughs> Canonically. Canonically did. Canonically, yeah. Like, it, okay. it, it's basically Namor's saving grace. It's like, Namor the Submariner. He's a jerk, but he's better than Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, was, he was Marvel Comics' first anti-hero. Yeah. Yeah. We now know that uh, Mark Wade's Irredeemable and Incorruptible are being adapted as Netflix features. For those what that is that? <laughs> what is that, yeah. Incorruptible. I, I, I hope I'm not mixing these titles up. Incorruptible is a story about a Superman-esque hero called the Plutonian getting corrupted and going on a rampage, and Irredeemable is about a supervillain named... Oh, I forget his name now. I haven't actually read either of them, I just read the concept and it sounded intriguing. <laughs> <laughs> but the po it, It's basically... It sounds like Megamind. It sounds a bit like Megamind, except oh, a little okay. more serious. Max Damage is the supervillain's name. Max Damage is the best name ever! I, I do like it. Oof. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's like, they take themselves a little more seriously. Also, his name is Max Damage. <laughs> I mean, I... It's a little I less mean, it's cartoonish, so is the best way to put it, I guess. 
Yeah, that's fair, that's fair. It sounds interesting. Case in point, he actually has an underage love interest named Jailbait. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. I was hoping they don't put that in the movie. Yeah. No, they're gonna name it Jailbait, but she's gonna strictly cool. say that she just graduated from college. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they're gonna pull the whole, oh, she looks like she's 12, but actually she's a thousand She's an attorney, y'all. Cool. She's oh, a lolly. That's <laughs> arguably worse. Yeah, what is no? It, oh no, there's no arguably about it. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, you remember? This fascinates me because I feel like it being a Netflix feature would have been huge six years ago. Oh, absolutely! Like, do you remember when? Oh, Netflix is making this was a big deal, and it was like prestige television. Now and it's now it's good. just like, oh, I can't wait for it to be canceled. <laughs> after <laughs> after two not... se- after like a season of me too. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not quite to that point with Netflix myself, but granted, I don't really watch, like, on my way to watch a lot of Netflix's, like, original, original stuff. Um, especially, honestly, a good part of that is when Marvel stopped doing Netflix stuff with, stuff with Netflix, although I kind of understand the reasons for that, I suppose. Um, I've just used Netflix as just another, like, okay, what can I watch? But I'm literally too lazy to choose any of the other streaming services I have on my Xbox. Netflix sucks. Moving on. It's definitely, it's definitely a shadow of its former self. I will definitely agree to that. Still, it um, is nice to hear about stuff that I haven't heard about. Getting getting things that put them, that give them more attention. Because now I actually want to check these out and see what they're like, and then see if I have opinions on it getting made into a Netflix movie. <laughs> I say, are these, these are DC IPs, I take it? No, I think they're, actually, maybe they are. Let me double check. Are they in the image? Or Vertigo? Sorry. Max Max, Damage. Max Damage sounds like a DC supervillain name. Um, Boom Studios. Oh, it's Boom, okay. I am not familiar with Very, very, indie studio. Indie comics. Oh, okay. Alright. So. Sounds interesting. Good for them. I'm glad they were able to... The fact that an indie studio was able to get an, an adaptation on Netflix of their show is a pretty big deal, so I do hope for the best for them. Yeah. Moving Next on. bit of news. Yeah. Also comic-related, like most of this stuff is, you can tell where my interests skew. <laughs> <laughs> this October, we're getting a Riddler Year One comic set in Robert Pattinson and Matt Reeves' Batmaniverse, and it's written by oh, okay. Riddler's actor, Paul Dano. Which is a, actually very interesting. Yeah. Never heard of an actor like writing comics. Yeah, well, that's different. There has, I mean, Gerard Way is a musician who wrote like comics, so I mean, it's uh, not unheard of. So, well, okay, in the context of the person playing the character in question, writing and basically that's kind the, of yeah, like, that is new, and I'm honestly very curious to see yeah, same. what it'll turn out like. Um. I take it it's going to be a prequel to what happened in the Batman? Presumably, since it's Riddler Year One, and they have described the Batman as being Year Two, so <laughs> presumably okay. it's going to be, like, him putting his plan together, or maybe even him, like, just getting the incentive to do it, seeing Batman. That would actually be interesting, to, and maybe a little frustrating, because I can see them secretly making it a Batman thing, just framed around Riddler. Hmm. Considering, like, what was talked about about his past within the movie, I'm very curious to see, like, if it's, like, like real past past, like, before he went crazy, when he was doing, like, his, um, the thing that caused him to go crazy, <laughs> eventually. I don't, I don't know, because they call it year one, so that tells me it's going to be in the year 
that Batman was first operating around. But you never know. You never know. Right. Batman Victor, year one. It's actually just his baby years. <laughs> Batman year one. It's just nothing but comic panels of Batman just eating on people. Batman, randomly. the terrible twos. <laughs> we, we, we already got, what's his name? Uh, the guy who hates superheroes but still writes comic books. Uh, hmm? Garth Ennis? I think he's the one who wrote the baby Batman one shot for Dark Knight's Death Metal. How the hell does that work? How do you? Because Garth Ennis I... is edgy. Just, just he made some of the most edgy comic books ever made. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, Garth Ennis famously hates superheroes. Um, but he writes so, yeah. the most depraved things ever written by like people ever, like Cross. So. Not familiar with that work. I have a feeling I'm probably not you missing an awful not lot. Watch, you do not want to read Cross. Let's just say okay. that. He's got pretty good Punisher stuff, though. And by pretty good, I mean if, if you're gonna... If the deconstructive superhero suck approach is gonna work for anybody... <laughs> it's, it's the Punisher. It's the Punisher. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'll, I'm definitely interested to see what they're gonna do with that. Uh, very, very, very interested, actually. I might actually read that. Has Paul Dano had any experience doing comic stuff before, or is this his first time? Not as far as I could tell. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm curious to see what happens there. It, I mean, it's also, it's definitely a sign of goodwill, and probably a sign that he really enjoyed his role, and he's willing to um, do that, so. Definitely. I mean, yeah, I'm very, very curious. I don't think this, yeah, like, I think you said that, Greg, like, it's like the first time that this has really ever happened, so it's kind of interesting to work. Yeah. Or at least the first time that I guess any of us are aware of. Good point. <laughs> Moving on from that, y'all remember Lizard vs. Monkey? No. What context? Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh! oh. Okay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, bitch! Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, say, like, are we talking, like, Yoshi vs. Donkey Kong? Yeah, like, or? there's a couple of things that could have been there. Like, Lizard vs. Monkey is very, like, gay. That's fair. That's fair. The sequel's like, filming later this year in Australia. Oh, okay. I'm quite oh. pleased. I don't know if this is the Son of Kong movie that was being discussed, or Ooh. if it's an actual Godzilla-Kong sequel. Son of Kong would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm just happy the MonsterVerse is continuing, because I was very afraid that once the once the once once Godzilla vs. Kong was done, that was going to be it, and Toho was just going to go back to doing their own stuff. Give me Jet Jaguar. I don't think we're going to get Jet Jaguar. You know, legendary entertainment one. But Damn you it. never know. Honestly, I, I, I want, now that we've got Godzilla and Kong teaming up, just get all four of them. Godzilla, Kong, uh, Mothra, and Rodan just teaming up. They fight yeah. crime. Yeah, yeah, crime. Crime? <laughs> they, 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 they stop bank robbers. <laughs> it's like, I stop bank robbers by burning down the bank. <laughs> yeah. Some good old You can't, you can't rob the bank carnage. if it's not there. <laughs> yeah, inverted carnage. It's like Tap's head, can't steal cars if there's not a car dealership. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, they actually fight white-collar white crime. It's all, they all investigate the and stuff. <laughs> I would got a very it. impressive pair of accounting glasses. Godzilla, Godzilla walks into a courtroom in a suit and just lays down a giant, a giant legal binder. It's, it's like, like the size. It's like the size of the court. And every word is the size of a building. 
walks into the court, Your Honor, if I may, just <laughs> the entire court. It's, it's Man Bat as Harley Quinn's lawyer just shrieking. So, guys, it's Godzilla versus Kong in court. Oh, oh my. my god. Law it's a legal order. courtroom drama. Law and Order Legendary Monsters Edition. <laughs> or Legendary Monsters Unit or what something are we doing? those lines. I'd watch it. I would watch I- it too. Get Detective Benson and Stabler in that. Oh my. <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> Thinking of Harley Quinn. Moving on to Cassidy. What? <laughs> I made the Man Bat reference. It's not a totally bizarre segue. Mm. It's still bizarre, but go on. Moving on to casting news for Harley Quinn, followed by other stuff. But in Harley Quinn news, Harvey Guillen of... I believe it was what we do in the shadows, but I did not take a note. Mm. He's Nightwing. He's been cast as Nightwing. Nightwing. Mm. Yay! Yeah, and can I just say, uh, thank God that we potentially don't have to deal with more Damien. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is the the TV show What We Do in the Shadows. There we go. Hooray. We're also I mean, getting James Gunn playing himself. And that's amazing. Yeah. I, I, I would love to see what they're going to do with that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, for me, and I know I've told, talked to you about this, Cody, at this point, just more stuff about Harley Quinn Season 3, because I enjoyed that show way more than I thought I would. Yeah, same. Um, I'm just, like, happy with anything, even with, like, James Gunn and serving himself and whatnot. You know what's <laughs> funny? Is... Kaylee Kiwoko is Harley, and it's this is the first role she's done when she wasn't Penny on the Big Bang Theory. Is it the first? I don't know if really? it's the first. It's the first notable one to me. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Uh, oh, okay. Can she's we get Penny James Gunn? The Big Bang Theory, though. Can, can we get James Gunn to be the new Stan Lee? Like, just have him cameo everywhere I would be down for and that. everything? I would be, be down fun. for that. It would be even funnier if it was Paul Rudd. That would be the best. <laughs> <laughs> Just have Paul Rudd insert himself into that, everything. That would be funny, but I also feel like, A, it would be really distracting in movies where he's there not as Ant-Man, mm. and B, he doesn't as naturally fit into the DC stuff. With James Gunn, if you have James Gunn do it, you can get him a cameo in DC and Marvel, and it makes perfect <laughs> sense. <laughs> <laughs> Although, fun reminder, Stan Lee did cameo in a DC property once. Yes, he did. Did he now? Teen Titans go to the movies. Oh, that's right. The best DC I... film ever made. I don't know he... if I'd go that far. I, I don't know about that, Chief, yeah. <laughs> Sarcasm? Uh, I'm not sarcastic at all. What the... Uh, what? <laughs> What's the best DC... Okay, segue. What is the best DC film of all time? Ooh. Of all time? or Well, I can't really answer of all time because I haven't seen a lot of yeah. the older ones. Yeah, Teen Titan goes to the movies. No, no. it's... It, Shazam's better. Suicide, The Suicide Squad is better. Superman 1978 is better. Batman Begins is better. I disagree. For me, Shazam and The Batman are definitely better. In my opinion. I'm sorry, for, I've never laughed harder than that movie. For a, cer- <laughs> for a certain value of better, the pilot movie for Justice League of America is better, if only because I laugh at how pathetic it is? <laughs> so... I can't, I mean, granted, I can't really give, I did go and see Teen Titans go to the movies in theaters, but it's just, it was just one of those things where outside of, for me, that movie was either, like, just poor, or there were 
a couple moments that really got me to just like lose it. Chief amongst which being the very end where Robin basically like fates plants himself into the camera and goes, kids, ask your parents where babies come from. And then the movie ends. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I like that movie a lot, which is saying something because I absolutely hate the show. I despise mm-hmm. the show with a burning passion. I think most but, people do. No, because it's, 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 it's kind of a toss-up. Well, okay, kids love it. It's kind of a toss-up between adults who really ought to be arguing about better things, but... <laughs> <laughs> but as one of those adults who should be arguing about better things, I hate the show so much. I don't hate the show, but I don't like it. And for me, unfortunately, my inability to like the show did un- admittedly sour my... Um, take on the movie. You know, the the really um, funny thing is, I hated it the first time I saw it, and then and then I went back to see it, and the second time, all of a sudden it just clicked, and I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that it's actually pretty funny satire about the overabundance of superhero movies. Mm. But I was like, this is this is almost actually kind of brilliant. I admittedly probably do need to give it a second watch, because I think the first and only time I've watched it was when we as a group saw it in the theaters when it came out. Just the fact so. that there's Michael Bolton singing literally a song called Upbeat Inspirational Song About Life gets hit by a car, <laughs> Cyborg just goes, I think his dad is a cop! And then they run, and it never comes up again! <laughs> it never factors in again! And he was an anthropomorphic tiger! It's pretty gr- That movie is pretty great. <laughs> moving on, uh, yeah. Moving let's get on, off yeah. Of this I think topic. We, Ooh, we've boy. probably tangent a little bit too much unexpectedly there. <laughs> this will tie nicely into today's topic, though. But we'll get to that. We got Christopher Lloyd for Mandalorian season three. Great Scott. Who is he playing? What the heck? No idea. Hope it's a bad guy. I, he makes really good bad guys. Yes, he does. I would actually like yes, to see him as a bad guy. And by really good problem. bad guys, I mean memorable bad guys because he's been Master Xehanort and he was that one. Robot and food fight. Oh my god, I love I love food fight. Unironically, that that his character in that movie made me cry of laughter when he first appeared on screen. That's so very very sad. <laughs> it's hilarious the way that they animate that character to walk. It's so funny. That movie is travesty. It really is. It really is. There's apparently some leaks have been floating around in Mando season three. I haven't looked at them because. A, I don't want to spoil myself. B, I don't really care. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to watch the show, but I don't care enough to... I don't care enough to see where it might be going before it's time. I'm just not a fan of spoilers. That's just me. That's also fair. I'll spoil myself on something sometimes. So watch well, out, everybody, because Mando spoilers are allegedly floating around. I don't know where. Oh, really? Watch Wait, out. Well, how, long is, how long is it until the next season comes out? Uh, like a year? Uh... Oh, okay. Moving on! Yeah! Moving right along. In in more Sony desperately trying to keep their universe together news, we have Sidney Sweeney starring opposite Dakota Johnson in their upcoming Madam Web movie. Is Madam Uh, Web important enough to make an actual, like, movie about... Madam Web is part of Spider Island and all the Spider-Verse crap, right? It's presumably the Julia Carpenter version, who I think was Spider-Woman at one point, so she lends herself better to a movie interpretation than old lady Madam Web, but it's still like, really? But I don't know. 
What what do you expect I... when Sony has actively discussed making a jackpot movie? <laughs> what? So some more some more comic background. Y'all remember that time Spider Man sold his marriage to Satan? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, no way, no way yes. home. Yep. Yep. No, oh, no, 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 no. I sorry. in the comics. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, One more what day. Is it called? One more day. The the thing that actually killed Spider Man. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, in the aftermath of that, there was a new superheroine running around. A very attractive, one might even say supermodel gorgeous redhead, whose name was Jackpot, which Spider-Man fans will recognize as being related to Mary Jane's famous phrase, Face it, Tiger, you just hit the jackpot. Naturally, one would expect that this is Mary Jane somehow having obtained superpowers and whatever reality-warping shenanigans brought Harry back to life and did all the other nonsense that One More Day did to make Spider-Man more hip and relatable because he's living in his aunt's basement again. <laughs> Turns out, completely unrelated. Total fake-out. And the character never really did anything after that. At least, nothing of note. So, totally movie-worthy. Well, that sounds yeah. like a wasted opportunity. Yep. <laughs> Whatever, we'll see. Maybe maybe Morbius will come out, and maybe it'll be great, and maybe I'll stop making fun of Sony movies, but I doubt it. But we'll see. Because maybe it's good. Who knows? Maybe it's bad. If it's yeah. very bad, I'd love to talk about it. Yeah, whether it's good or bad, we'll still talk about it. If Will it's aggressively yeah. mediocre... We'll still talk about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, not at like... Woo! <laughs> Yeah, you're okay. right. That was very mediocre. It was very mediocre. Okay, I still have fun with it, though. <laughs> moving on, this little section I like to call Sam Jackson just cannot stop revealing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> because he, he has not only revealed that Don Cheadle is confirmed for Secret Invasion, but that Nick Fury will be showing up again in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania and the Marvels. I don't think the Marvels is a big surprise, but Ant-Man 3 I was not expecting. Yeah, well, no. I'm happy because more Sam Jackson means more Sam Jackson, so... Yeah. Oh, of course. Also means more Nick Fury. Don Cheadle for Secret Invasion is interesting because there were already props floating around with pictures of him, and it's interesting to know he's going to be in it. It's also a little... I don't want to say disappointing, but I was kind of hoping this was going to have no actual superheroes in it, you know? Mm. Like, it was just going to be like an espionage-style series, but... There's nothing saying he's going to necessarily be War Machine in this. More Rhodey is always good. Maybe he's a scroll. Who knows? Oh, if he's going to... No, the the way you can tell he's a scroll is he can walk. <laughs> you brought it back. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it back. Well done. <laughs> Very good. Jesus. <laughs> Imagine if Rhodey's been a scroll literally this entire time. <laughs> That'd be, that no, would be fucked he's, up. He's a stroll because he can't walk. The actual roadie's fine. He's just, he's just yeah. No, like that imagine if be... he has been. Imagine if he has been a stroll. What if? What if he's been a stroll ever since they made the change from Terrence Howard to Don Cheadle? Oh no! <laughs> oh, oh no! no. <laughs> what if Don Cheadle, the actor, is a stroll? Is a stroll. <laughs> If they made it so that he's been a scroll since um, the recast, I would both be find it funny, well done, and be immensely pissed off all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think you could make an argument. It would be it would be a terrible idea, but 
You, you you could theoretically have Rhodey have been a scroll the entire time, like literally before Iron Man one, because as a as a colonel in the military, that does put him in a decently high position. With potential to advance further. Hmm. That is true. So I don't think they should do it because the 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 problem with Secret Invasion, of course, is you can't really have any of the characters we actually give a shit about have been scrolls for an extended period of time, otherwise it renders all of their development null and void. But mm-hmm. you, you could. You technically could. Yeah, it'd be something. It'd be difficult, but... It would also be really funny considering we know Rhodey's gonna be starring in Armor Wars, so it's like, oh, they get rid of the <laughs> scroll Rhodey, and now this Rhodey that we've been following this whole time is, uh... <laughs> 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 but it's a brand new Rhodey, now played by Terrence Howard. <laughs> uh, is it bad that I would actually probably be tempted to pay money for that to happen? Same. <laughs> no, wait, they get Anthony Mackie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and they never remark on him being exactly the same as the new Captain America. Just shows up, cut the check. <laughs> Uh, so that's fun and I like that Like obviously I'm sure Marvel will clear all this stuff with him anyway but I also like to imagine that Samuel L. Jackson is just blurting this stuff out because what are they going to do send the Marvel snipers after him yeah he's like I'm in the the best days of my life what are you going to do stop me yeah (laughs) no way (laughs) I don't think so no nobody can stop Sam Jackson Oh, absolutely not. So with that rounding out the casting news, and also where other characters are showing up news, trailers! We got trailers. we got the final trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog 2! I can't wait! I'm so it looks, excited. It does look like a very good time. Um, something that I actually found online not too long ago, within the past week or so, um, is that, I guess... They made the poster for that movie. Yes, I was just about to talk about it. Oh, yeah, they made it the same as the poster for that you. I guess it's you the, got with Sonic the Hedgehog. No, too, it's the, the cover of the game cart, the game cart yeah. box for for Sonic the Hedgehogs oh. too. I really like that. I was a, that was kind of a thing of like, okay, the people who are making this movie actually care. Also, the tagline for this movie is "Welcome to the Next Level," which is Sega's old tagline. Yeah. I also like that the theatrical posters were changed to include Tika Sumter and Colleen Shaughnessy after they were left off the first one. I didn't know about that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I thought that was really cool and a very good nod to the source material. They they know they know who their audience is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's well it's also a thing of like if they're willing to put that in and it's like a thing of at very minimum, the people who are making the movie are probably massive Sega nerds themselves with any hope. <laughs> this movie needs to end with an after credit scene of Biggs the Cat Fishing oh. voiced by John DiMaggio. Oh, I don't I don't know about that. But <laughs> it sets up Sonic Adventure. I, uh, but I hate Big so much. <laughs> I hate him so much. But no, I do I do like the looks of this. Robotnik being directly powered by the Emeralds is kind of new, and that's exciting. I like how they're playing Knuckles as just serious and not a total idiot. <laughs> He's like, right. unlike Sonic, he don't chuckle. He'd rather <laughs> flex his muscles. Yeah, nope, you're right. <laughs> he ain't gonna let they it get better, to him. They better play the fucking <laughs> the song. They better. 
They better. Oh, uh, if, if they, they play the song, I'm gonna die. They kept the snowboarding section from Sonic Adventure. That's just. <laughs> mm. I love it. I'm, I'm so super excited. excited. Yeah, I'll be there day one. Oh. Uh, Please tell me that like they kept some of Knuckles' move, like he can fly horizontally and crap. Like it had. I haven't seen it. They might have kept it, but I don't know. I didn't see any of it. I don't know. You're so open. Who do we think is ba- is the final bad guy? Is Eggman just gonna build the Death Egg robot, or are we gonna get Metal Sonic? Yo, yo, we should get Metal Sonic, or we should get Shadow. Shadow. <laughs> Shadow's, I could see Shadow. Sh- Shadow's Shadow's too- Shadow's too on the nose. It's not just that he's too on the nose. It's that when you've already got Knuckles as the serious counterpart rival to Sonic in this movie. Shadow is completely well, redundant. Well, Shadow is legitimately like Robotnik's version of Sonic. So, so like, he's it, not. No, he was made. Well, I guess a Robotnik, yeah. but but it's like it's it's the the way that they have Knuckles and like you just said the the way that they have Knuckles. Knuckles is playing Shadow in this movie. Yeah, like, Metal Sonic is probably the best way to go. If about we it. get Shadow, it's going to be in a third movie. While after credit scene. <laughs> oh, you might be right, and I. I don't know how to feel. I was gonna say, like, watch them, like, drop hints about Shadow, like, as, like, the sequel bait for the movie. Yeah, like, that the would thing just be is, Sonic Adventure. The thing, the, the funny thing is, with how Robotnik operates and how he seems to prefer machines, you'd think he would go Sonic, Shadow, Metal Sonic, if, assuming you had him create Shadow in the movie, since typically that's his, or it's his grandfather who made it in the, uh, most other things, mm-hmm. but you'd think it would go Sonic, Clone Sonic, Robot Sonic. Ah, yes. Why did I think of that? That's much better. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. Do you think they'll throw in any other characters? Like, I, I know we got Tails, we got Knuckles, we got Sonic. Do you think we're gonna get anybody else? No, I don't think so. Amy. I feel Again? like Amy's another for the third movie potentially because I think yeah. I think the idea is. The first movie was, ah, yes, Sonic is this strange, unique creature. Sonic 2 is gonna be, no, there's a, there's there's more there's more funny animals running around with weird powers, and that just opens the door to have all kinds of weird stuff in the third one, but I think they're gonna keep it on Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles for this third one. Yeah. Because the upside of, if, if we assume that Robotnik makes Metal Sonic in this movie, the upside of Metal Sonic is that Metal Sonic is barely a character. He is... Good point. He is just Robo-Sonic who is threatening because he is Robo-Sonic. Except in Heroes. But Sonic we're probably he- not getting Heroes. I would die for Sonic Heroes, man. Oh. That would be such an overcrowded... When are we getting to Chaotix? Yo, I, I, we gotta get to Chaotix because that's gonna be the spinoff movie with Knuckles. Ooh, if... okay, They're doing if, a Knuckles series, guys. They're doing a Knuckles yeah. series. They can ha- introduce Chaotix there. If the Knuckles series is secretly Knuckles Chaotix, I'm gonna lose oh. my goddamn mind. Oh, that would be so freaking cool. I would be so happy. Oh, dude, what if this starts like... Oh, I'm sorry I'm gonna fanboy here for a minute, but I want a, so- I want, I want a Sega Cinematic Universe. They're already setting it up with Sonic. I want to get Knights. I want to get... Uh, a crazy taxi movie. I want to get a Jet Set Radio movie. I want oh, Space Channel Five. Space Channel Five. We can get we, we can get a we can get a Monkey Ball movie. Ooh, Samba de Amigo. Just- Samba de Amigo. Yes, yes. That's that's their Coco. That is that is the same. <laughs> Billy Hatcher. <laughs> Billy Hatcher. Oh, dude. 
I'm Cody, Cody, Cody. We still need Nick. We don't do. kill him, do. please. I'm so. <laughs> Does Sega have Rystar? That's a good question. Was Rystar yeah, they, they have Fantasy. They have Fantasy Star, and they have. The, oh no! Here, okay, in the first Sonic movie, guys, at the very end, when Sonic moves into his house and they gave him the, the, the furnished attic and everything, there is a Samba de Amigo plush in that in that room. Nice. So like. They've already established that these things are in universe. They did I want to see how far they're going to take it. I want. I want to see how far they're going to take it, guys. Oh, I, you want to know something really even funnier? Hmm. Uh, f- fun reminder: Sega owns Bayonetta, and I and they <gasps> also own Atlas now. Persona movie. Now? <laughs> Persona movie. Persona movie. Or at least a Persona. Well, has there been a Persona anime series? Yeah, yeah. there's been a few. There's been two. Or three. Oh, okay. Oh, then never mind on that one, then. Yeah. I think the one, like, kind of thing I am very curious about, and kind of looking forward to seeing, based on the first movie, is whatever kind of completely out of place but aggressive product placement is in this movie. <laughs> can, we get, can we get Sonic product placement this time, please? Because oh. it's like, between Olive Garden and freaking Freightliner, it's just like, alright, we get the it. The Olive Garden stuff was so great. <laughs> the Olive Garden it was really funny. <laughs> offended me because it's like you've got you've got a perfectly good restaurant tie-in right in front of you named Sonic. Chili <laughs> dogs. dogs. <laughs> Sonic's favorite food. They sell chili dogs. And what restaurant do you put? Pro- Olive Garden. <laughs> Olive Garden. <laughs> that really ought to have ruined the movie for me, and somehow it didn't. <laughs> I don't that understand. Maybe they'll do Sonic for this one, and they'll be like, "Okay, we actually Aren't... did miss a major opportunity. We're fixing it, guys. We promise." So they already referenced. Uh, are we going to get a Sonicy reference? Oh dear! Please no. Especially not not after recent not, revelations. Not after recent revelations, but we did get last movie. We got what? We got a. Uh, uh, oh, can, can we can we get Sonic exe? <laughs> Maybe for the third one. Third movie. Okay. If, if we're going for like full deep Sega references in general, I put my personal vote in for Sega Sanjiro. Oh, Sega oh, Sanjiro would be yeah. so awesome. Sega <laughs> Sanjiro is the final bad guy of this movie. He just <laughs> beats up Sonic for not I'm owning not a Sega sure. Saturn. That comes back, and he he's reintroduced to the movie on the same rocket that he flew off in. <laughs> so when do we get Sonic and Soliana? <laughs> it's a Sonic 06 reference. The joke is never. Uh, Sagata Sanchiro gets an invitation for Smash at the end of the movie. He is one of the only non-video game debut characters I would be perfectly fine with getting in. I would love to see him in Smash. He's the other so one is awesome. Hatsune Miku, but... <laughs> also owned by Sega, by the way. We can also have... <laughs> I don't oh know if Sega God, owns no. them. I think Sega just publishes the games. So Sega owns the licensing rights. Oh, okay. Kind of the last thing, I guess, before we move on to the next thing. I did have a moment at work where a woman wanted, her her kid wanted to get Sonic 06. And she <laughs> showed me the game and I was like, because uh, I work at a video game store. And she showed me the game and I was like, what do you know about this? It's like, it's a really bad game. But why is it so much money? Because it's really popular on the internet. But why is it so popular if it's so bad? It's like, because ma'am, it's like the suffering. internet. <laughs> Ma'am, it's the internet. I can't tell you why. All I can tell you is your six-year-old will probably hate this Ins- game. <laughs> insert that clip. Insert that clip of Peacemaker saying, "Who knows why Mad Men do what they do?" <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to do it because I'm lazy. But 
<laughs> yeah. So what? What's next? Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. It looks really so, good. Okay, so I haven't seen the trailer, but I do want to ask: Why does this movie exist? <laughs> <laughs> like, because it's been how long since? I mean, granted, I 11, never saw the first Puss in Boots. Yeah, but it's uh, that was when you again when you showed me about that. It was a thing of like, why? What? Eleven years. How have I just? How have I only just I now heard about this? No, the first Puss in Boots is 2011, I thought. I thought it was 2014, yeah. but whatever. Is Antonio Banderas coming back? That's an excellent question. It didn't sound like it, but I guess it could be. Oh, let's hope so. I mean, it, I, it I has can't... been a while since I've watched any of the Shrek movies, so... Mm. Shrek rewatch? Maybe Shrek. at some point. I would be down for that. I would be down well, for that, too. I need to bring some beer for that, though. That's uh, that's kind of <laughs> like a... Yeah, no, the first Puss in Boots came out in 2011. Okay. Yeah, but is Antonio Banderas in in this one? That's a yeah. I, I know I mean, he's in the. I know he was in the last one. Is he in this one? <laughs> That's what I want to find out. The world may never know. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. I'm not seeing it. Oh, nope, oh, nope. Wait, IMDb says he is in it. He is. Puss in okay. All right. What if he's not playing Puss in Boots? No, it says Puss in Boots voice. So. Oh, it would be really funny if he was in the movie but not playing Puss in Boots. I say it'd be really funny if they pulled a Mario movie. I still think his best role oh, is no. Spy Kids 3. I think Zoro. I think he did a good job as Zoro. Oh, no, I'm not knocking Zoro. I just think Spy Kids 3, his role in it specifically was phenomenal. The point, what the was point, it? He, he's the dad. He's the dad spy. And yes! I just love when he's experimenting with that brain and he's like, this is absolutely crucial for the development of our society or scientific breakthroughs or something. No one must disturb me at this moment. Sir, your children need you. Immediately upends his own desk. <laughs> like, there was not even a reason. <laughs> you could have just set it down, my dude. <laughs> Instead, he destroys all of his work. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I must go. My children need It was so good. <laughs> okay, moving but, on. Yeah, last trailer that I think is worth talking about. Miss Marvel. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, you should. It's it's good. They also confirmed the release date is June 8th, and it's funny because that, that trailer released before I got last week's episode up, so... <laughs> we're, we're so good, we're reporting the news retroactively. Heck yeah. yeah. I think it looks neat. I wow. haven't seen the trailer yet, but I'm gonna watch it because I love Kamala. Kamala, apparently. Uh, Kamala, Kamala... Well... No, they make, they, make a of, they make a point of it. One of them's the vice president, one of them is Stretch Girl. Yeah, isn't stretch girl. Oh no, I'm I'm just bringing it up. I'm just bringing it up because they make a point of it in the trailer where a girl calls her Kamala and then she corrects her. So probably to make a Kamala Harris joke. Maybe I don't know. On. Or maybe okay. it's the pronunciation that we should have been doing all along. I don't know. I, I don't know either. I will say they did confirm power change. She's got energy constructs, or which something. I think is super stupid because like it. I know, I know why they're doing it, but it's stupid. They're doing it to make it more in line, more, make her powers more in line with Echo and Captain Spectrum. Marvel for the. Is it Spectra? Spectrum, Photon, Captain Marvel. Take your pick. Whatever. I'm... Mo Monica Rambeau's had a lot of aliases. Regardless, they're making her more in line with those two characters. I just uh, wish they'd say why they're doing it because they've it's... been they've been really mum on it. It's very dumb. It's a very dumb change, and it's a major change of a character for no reason at all. Yeah, I mean, it, I I wouldn't assume no reason, but it's very frustrating that like well, 
They w- They didn't say it. I understand not saying anything before the trailer released, but now that the trailer's released, it's like, at least clue us in as to why, so we can gauge what this was. Well, here's the thing, though. Her powers, they're a, um, correct me if I'm wrong, by the way, they're kind of an analogy for puberty yeah. and what teenagers go through, and it's perfect for her character, because she's, you know, she's this teen, and this is the, the whole, like, change, you know, how her body's changing, and metaphor is there. Why would you change a power so crucial to a character's arc like that? It's, it makes no sense. It really, it really kind of makes me infuriated. Like I, I, I don't like that change. They've changed things before in the MCU. This seems like you're taking part of what makes the character the character and taking it away just to make them more uniform and like everybody else, which I don't like. Yeah, it's it's not the great it's not the greatest optic choice, but I guess we'll see. It'd be really nice if they mention why this change is made because all we have now is speculation and none of the speculation is necessarily any good in terms of being a satisfying explanation but we'll see i actually had an analogy for it saturday night it's like advertising that you're adapting spider-man and then giving him nova's powers (laughs) why are you why are you adapting spider-man if you're if you're not going to give him spider powers but on the flip side i will say the reassuring thing about this trailer having seen it is that Kamala is still very much a Marvel fangirl, very excited to be a superhero. So that aspect of her character has remained seemingly entirely intact. Looking forward to it. Hopefully there's a decent explanation for this power thing. But I guess we'll see. June 8th. It's going to be a busy summer. I love it. Oh, yes. Okay. So we're moving on to gaming news, of which I have one little (laughs) piece of gaming. Rift Tracks the game, coming May 5th to Steam, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One, and it's going to be forward compatible on the previous two. It's weird. Yeah. It's just... How is that supposed to work? Like Quiplash. <laughs> it's Quiplash, but with movie clips. It's like Quiplash and seen it. Okay, so basically what I'm hearing is that, Cody, we can actually never play with you on that. I mean, you never know. <laughs> Historically speaking, I only do decent at Quiplash. Admittedly, would... part of it's because half the jokes go over y'all's heads, but... <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. I would love to play that one day. Yeah. Oh, Sam. It sounds like a good time. It's just kind of odd, if nothing else. It's as a, very bizarre. As a huge MST slash movie riffing fan who cannot shut up when watching a movie, I look forward to this. Can I just jump into my my gaming news? Yeah, that's all I had. Go for it. Okay. Gaming news roundup of future weeks for game releases. We have Rune Factory Five, which is Rune Factory is a pretty established series. Uh, I think it's JRPG. Yeah, it's a JRPG game series by Xseed. That's coming out on the Switch on March twenty second. The Ascent is finally getting a PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five release. It's a pretty good game. It's a what a twin stick shooter. It's been out for Xbox for quite a little bit and PC, and it's pretty it's pretty fun. I played it. Ghostwire Tokyo, which is the next game by the studio that did The Evil Within, is out. Tango Tango Game Works. It's out on March 25th on PlayStation 5 and PC. I'm very curious to see what that game is about. I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to it. The two big hitters this week. Kirby and the Forgotten Land and Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Oh, that's um, out too? Yeah, both of them. Oh, God. Yeah, big, big week. Now uh, I need I am, to get my PS4 fixed. What the heck? Yeah, <laughs> I'm probably going to play Kirby all night on, on Friday. Like, I'm looking so... I, I, that game looks so great. I gotta get that I mean, game, gotta support my boy. I love Kirby. Kirby is one of the best franchises ever. Fight me. It's just so cute, uplifting, and fun. 
And, like, it's like Mario. It's like, those are the two Nintendo series that you will never not, like, I will never not buy a game for. But this... Kirby also hides a dark, fucked up Eldritch backstory containing horrific <laughs> deities, the likes of which mankind is not prepared to comprehend. Uh. And then, of course, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is a spinoff of, you know, Gearbox's, uh, yeah, infinitely pop- popular Borderlands, and I'm curious to see what they're gonna do with it. Looks great. I am a huge, you know, tabletop nerd, so I can't wait to see Borderlands completely make me feel like I am a terrible nerd, like they did with the DLC for Tiny Tina's. I can't wait to see what new cosmological horror they introduce in Kirby this time. <laughs> you, know, you know the last Switch game basically hinted that Kirby is the reincarnation of a dark god? <sighs> Jeez. Oh goodness! I love this series so much, and I really, I really, I kind of want the Mario movie to be good and succeed, just so we can get a Nintendo Cinematic Universe. Because I really want to see how somebody adapts no. Kirby. No, I want to see at the very end of the Mario movie two things. I want to see two after credit scenes, and this is—I know this is this is technically gaming. <laughs> so I want Mario to receive a letter with the Smash emblem on it, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I want it. And then I want to see, I, I want to see Diddy Kong and Donkey Kong in, you know, basically setting up, because you know that's going to be the next movie in the franchise, because, you know, they already have Diddy and Donkey in the movie, so. Is Diddy like, in the movie? You know, I, Diddy, I, actually, I don't think Diddy's in the movie. I, I know Donkey do is, and Cranky are. Donkey and Cranky, that's who it is. So, like, they could, they could set up Jungle Japes, or they can set up one of the, like, many, they can basically set something up in that universe. And then have Trixie in, or Dick, or, or Diddy in, or so, somebody, one of the other Kongs come in at the very end of the movie to set up that universe, and then we get a Donkey Kong Country movie. And at the very end of that movie, we start adding slowly more and more Nintendo characters, and it builds, you know? Now, who would you get to voice Diddy Kong? <laughs> okay, so it has to be opposite of Seth Rogen, so you gotta get somebody who would play really good against Seth Rogen, so... Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart is the Diddy Kong is a great choice. I don't even That's know if a he's a choice. great choice. He's just he's just given the rest of this casting, he's who pops into my head. It's like, okay, who else feels like a gimmick that you would cast in a Hollywood parody of it feels like something that would be an entourage. This whole voice cast feels like something that belongs <laughs> at an entourage. Like yeah, we're making a Mario movie. We got Chris Pratt as Mario, Charlie Day as Luigi. The only one that doesn't immediately make me roll my eyes. It is Jack Black as Bowser. And I'm not even the biggest fan of that casting. That's just me. I am very interested in the casting for the Mario movie. Because as they were... I remember we watched the Nintendo Life thing about it while I was at work. Again, I work at a video game store. And as they were announcing the names, everyone around me was just getting more and more... No. 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 And I'm like, oh yeah. Should, oh yeah. You should have seen my reaction to Chris Pratt. <laughs> I was throwing shit in my room, and like, I was so I was screaming at the top of my lungs and crying. I started crying. When, I don't even hate Chris Pratt. Chris... This whole thing just feels like a if you were watching a a sitcom. In the sitcom, they announced a Super Mario Brothers movie. That would be who they would announce, and it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't be relevant at all. It would just be a one-off gag of haha. Yeah, isn't this a weird casting choice? I, I have one I more do. question. I have one more question, and then and then I'm going to move on to the, this day in history and game. Yeah, who voices King K. Rule? Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, Bobcat Goldthwait is he still alive? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a very good one. I don't know if I can. I don't. 
I don't know if I can really think of anybody, honestly. Or at least no one, like, has, major in acting. It has to be somebody with chops, you know? He's gonna have to with play ch- hammy, but also very, like, serious. Very, give it a nice British twang Wait, to it. No, I got it. Nic- I got it. Nicholas, uh, Nicholas Cage? Bill Murray. Bill Murray! Bill Murray! <laughs> Uh, Bill Murray is King K. Rule. I would pay for that. Oh. Any regrets? Okay. I don't know. Garfield, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on to this day in history, game, gaming history, I guess. 26 years ago today, um, you know, today is March 22nd, by the way, of the day, of, of the time of recording. It's the 21st. Actually, no, it's not. Tomorrow is the 22nd. <laughs> <laughs> Which means it's going up on the 22nd, assuming y'all get Happy. me this audio on time. <laughs> <laughs> Happy early birthday or demise or what have you. Uh, uh, <laughs> Resident Evil came out in Japan. Resident uh, Evil. Ironically, Code Veronica came out the same uh, three, well, five years later. Code so, Veronica. Nice. Seventeen years ago today. Oh, by the way, that was nineteen ninety six and two thousand one. By the way, a space um, odyssey. Seventeen years ago, <laughs> on March twenty second of two thousand five, we got God of War. God of War. Uh, Oh, okay. Which, of course, is, like, one of the best PlayStation games ever, in my opinion. We got Front Mission on the DS 15 years ago on March 22nd, 2007. God, the DS is so old. Oh, get Holy... ready for the next one. Do there... you, you know, you don't understand what you just did to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, break his spirit more. We'll get ready Ugh. for this. 13 years ago, March 22nd, 2009, Pokemon Platinum version for the DS. Oh, my God. Oh, dear. That's in 2011, oh. we got Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Crisis 2, and Lego Star Wars 3 The Clone Wars. Oh my. Ten years okay. ago, we got Devil May Cry <laughs> HD Collection. Oh. I was gonna okay. say, like, there's no, no way. what? It's like, there's no way Devil May Cry is like ten years old. You get out of here with that PS. You're not gonna tell uh, me how old Platinum is and then spring that on me. <laughs> uh, Kid Icarus Uprising in Japan. And then, what is that? Oh, that's the PSP port of uh, of Yakuza. Sorry. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it's really, I'm it's just imagining really... it's just floating in your room, like next to your head. Like, what is that? Oh, it's a PSP <laughs> port of Yakuza. <laughs> As it does. As it does. Uh, nine years ago, in 2013, we got Resident Evil Six. Six years ago, we got Bully. Bully. Okay. For the PS4. <laughs> For the P. Oh my God. Four years ago. March 22nd of 2018, we got Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition in Japan. Hmm. And, very relevant news because of Elden Ring being, you know, the biggest hit right now. Three years ago, on March 22nd, 2019, you had Sekiro Shadows Die Twice come out. Oh. Oh. Doesn't feel like that was three years ago. The game I still can't play because I can't play Souls games. I love Souls games. I get mad. The only Souls games I've played, Souls game I've played, is Star Wars Fallen Order. Which I believe, in a sense, counts as a Souls game based on how the gameplay works, as I understand it. Mm. I guess it's Souls-like, but it's definitely not a Mm. Souls game. That's that's fair. Now, today we got Kirby Kirby Superstar, by the way. Oh! Kirby Kirby Superstar, Final Fantasy IV, Pokemon Snap, Wario Land 3, Castlevania Circle of the Moon, the Game Boy Advance itself came out. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, In Japan. (laughs) Oh, uh, okay. That somehow that helps. In I don't Japan. know why. 
15 years ago, we got Castlevania Symphony of the Night in, um, on the 360. Die, monster! You don't belong in this world! That's that's the right guy, right? That's Richter. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, it is Richter. Yeah. Um, we, we, a lot of good games came out. A lot, of ga- a lot of good games today. A lot of good games today. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. I think I'm, I think we're gonna do the movie review first, A, because I'm the only one who's seen it, and B, because I think it's easier to do the review and then lead into the topic, rather than the other way around. So, do the review! Yeah. The movie this week is X, an A24 production de- directed by Ty West, and starring Mia Goth, Jenna Ortega, Martin Henderson, Brittany Snow, Owen Campbell, Stephen Er... Er... Your? Stephen Irwin? Stephen, you're what? <laughs> and Scott uh. Miscuzzi. Miscuzzi? Miscuzzi. Miscuzzi. So there goes, there goes making myself sound smart. Mom spaghetti. So picture if the cast of Debbie Does Dallas stumbled into the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> oh my. And you've got X, kind of, sort of. I've never seen Debbie Does Dallas, so... No, but can we watch I've Debbie Does Dallas? No, I've never seen it. Is it a porn movie? Or is yes, it, like it is. Par- is it an actual porn it's movie? An, it's an actual porn movie. Debbie Does Dallas. <laughs> Why does it sound like you're writing that down on your notepad later? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm curious. Okay, no. 1978. A cheerleader and her friends need to make money quickly, so they begin selling sexual services. Starring Bambi Woods. That's a name. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, admittedly, um, the movie they're making oh. is not Debbie Does Dallas, or even necessarily like Debbie Does Dallas, but it's it's basically a group of people making a porn. They rent out a side oh, unit from oh, an old couple. Okay, so this is an actual like um, <laughs> I was getting because I was getting ready to say it's like well to be fair, a late seventies porno inside of Texas Chainsaw Massacre does sound very A twenty four, and it's like oh no, this is actually the movie. No, it's, it's okay. people making a porno end up in a horror movie. <laughs> but the horror movie is not a movie. The horror movie is their real life and death. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Point is, I liked it a lot, and. Mm. That's as somebody for whom movies with a lot of sexual content tend to weird me out. It's it's really weird to watch for me, on a, in a, especially in a movie theater. And it gets, it, I don't know, but I, I like this movie a lot. It's, it's in a weird spot where it, it raises some interesting questions about age and sexuality that I'm not sure if it didn't answer or if it did answer and I'm just too dumb of a viewer to get it. But the questions were interesting. Okay. Fun fact about Debbie Does Dallas. Oh, boy. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys apparently sued the movie because they used the cheerleader uniform from the Dallas Cowboys without permission. Great. Oh, nice. Gotta love that old, gotta love that old copyright trademark protection or whatever it is. Also, the actual directors forgot to copyright the film, so it's in the public domain. Yeah. Oh, wasn't there like a wasn't there like a George Romero film that has that as well that has that accolade? Probably, I'm pretty sure there is. I just can't remember what it's called. Or, but it's like it's basically like as they were making the movie and as they were finishing like putting it together, they forgot to copyright it, so they made like no money on it. But yeah, um, so one of the things getting back to X, you know, mm-hmm. the movie that started this. <laughs> <laughs> X what? gonna give it to you. X is I, shut the hell up. <laughs> just as funny as it was last week. 
<laughs> just as funny. Thank you, Nick. You I made my joke work a lot better. <laughs> I love it. Crossing joke continuity. Yeah. Now you have <laughs> yeah. to go back and watch episode two. <laughs> just for this to make sense. Because it's not funny without it. Yeah. It's not funny in general. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. So one thing I actually do really like about this is it actually paints the idea of the movie's killers being a couple of old people with relative realism. Hmm. The only hmm. reason they're able to get as many kills as they are is because they have the element of surprise. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I need to start. I need to start saying spoilers before I start getting into stuff. So, but you know, what? I'm just gonna put a timestamp on it that says spoilers, and I'm gonna put in the description there's spoilers right at the start of the review. So, <laughs> there's a whole bit where part of the reason. So basically, what what sets off the couple is the only what? the <laughs> the wife is very sexually repressed. And starve for affection because her husband has a bad heart, apparently. And mm. on being rebuffed, she eventually starts killing them. And the husband, I guess, just kind of goes along with it. It sounds like this is just a thing that she does. Well, that escalated quickly. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> it's a, it's a whole thing. And okay. The only, the like I said, the only reason they're really able to rack up the kills is because none of the other people are expecting this from them until. Mm basically by the end and it, it's it's really funny because there, there's a final girl and she gets away with a little bit of what you might call divine intervention haha ha, it's a funny joke because there's also an undercurrent of religious preaching and stuff in this movie so that's funny but basically after killing the last one besides her while they're carrying her in the husband gets startled by something and has a heart attack uh, and uh, uh. then there's an interesting callback, and then the wife ends up getting done in because she tries firing a shotgun, and because she's fucking ancient, the recoil ends up sending her backwards and she breaks her hip. Wow. It's, it's, it's actually <laughs> really great. Like, watching it play out, it's like, well, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, I guess that is. That is how that would go. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. Now I'm very curious about this oh, movie just for that scene. It is 100%. <laughs> the whole thing's worth a watch. It's kind of a slow burn, honestly. Mm -hmm. And, but it's interesting because they're building to the horror. Like, you know it's a horror movie, even as it's a movie about filming this porno that they want to film. But you still feel those horror undercurrents. What's the name of the porno? The Farmer's Daughters, I think was the name of it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just laying it on thick, movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I walked into that. Yeah, one. you did. But no, there's some... <laughs> all in all, I found it really interesting. It's a really, it's a really good meshing of genres that I wouldn't ordinarily expect to see together or to work as well as they do. And yeah, I honestly, I'm really upset because I left during the credits because I didn't think there was going to be anything because. Well, it's it's not a franchise movie, or so I thought. Turns out, they shot a prequel at the same time that they're also releasing, and there was a trailer in front of the credits, and I haven't had a chance to watch that. And I'm very upset with myself. So yeah, if, if you guys want to go see X, I'll go again. Because now I want to watch that trailer. I will see X. Yes. Yeah. Also interesting, okay. the, the main actress in Slash the Final Girl 
She also plays the elderly wife under a shit ton of makeup and what have you. No kidding. Interesting. And she's also going to be okay. playing the wife as her younger self in this prequel. So, huh. that's interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. A lot of symbolism there, one assumes. <laughs> Maybe. It's interesting because A24 is one of those ones where as soon as A24 pops up, it's like, okay, I want to see it. I don't think I've seen. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've seen a movie from them that I. Oh wait, no. I think they. I think they released The Witch, and I didn't much care for that one. But I didn't hate it. That was one of my first A twenty four films. Huh. I just didn't much care for it. But other than I that, mean, I liked it... Ex Machina. I liked the books. No, wait, not Book Smart. Eighth Grade. That's the one. I keep thinking they did Book Smart, and they didn't. Eighth Grade was phenomenal. Eighth Grade was so grade. good. Eighth Grade is a very good movie. And Bo Burnham's uh, directorial debut. Yes. Didn't they bankroll mid-90s? They did! Oh. Mid-90s is yeah. so good. That movie is so freaking good. I love that movie so much. I, uh, Jonah Hill should direct more movies. Really. He really should. Like, that movie was excellent, and it really encapsulated the skateboarding culture of that time, even though I didn't grow up in that time. <laughs> right? No, but it... No, the movie's just great all around. The cinematography and especially the music the, choice for me in particular. The last scene of the entire movie uses Farside's, uh, Farside's, uh, she keeps passing me by in the yes. best way ever. And the most nostalgic oh, yeah. way ever because that's also on the soundtrack for Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. So. Is it now? Yes, it is. You know, and it's, okay. it's, it's kind oh. of funny because I think, I guess we could break away from the review now because this is actually kind of leading into the topic that I was going to bring up anyway. This week's topic is movies that make you want to watch other movies. Because, yeah, I've got plenty of those. Yeah, because <laughs> the thing that actually inspired it was, in X, there's a direct comparison to Psycho. Basically what happens is, the cameraman slash director's girlfriend who was assisting him on filming decides that she wants to be in the movie after hearing all this talk about how liberating working on it is and what have you. And... The, the boyfriend's trying to argue against it. He's like, you can't just... That, that would change the movie halfway through. You loved it when Psycho did it. Yeah, well, that was Psycho. And then I was thinking, is this movie... Is this movie comparing itself to Psycho? I guess kind of, <laughs> because it takes... It takes like an hour in for the killing to start. In this hour, 40-minute movie. So, I'm like, wait, is this... Is this a direct Psycho comparison? Now I have to rewatch Psycho, and I haven't had the chance yet, but I'm probably gonna, on my weekend... Because now Can I, I watch to... Psycho with you? Yeah, alright. I've never seen Psycho. Gonna have to figure out how, because I have it on DVD. I my... could just come over to your house, man. You could, you could. Wait, do I, have... <laughs> I think I have a disc drive on this. I could also stream it, I guess. I mean, either that, I can stream it myself. Yeah. Because it's probably in Criterion, and if it isn't, I can find it on another service. Yeah, whatever's easier. Or I can just... Or I can literally just come over to your house. Yeah, whatever works, we'll figure it out. Anyways, point is, watching this movie made me want to watch Psycho, and I can't tell if it's a violation of the don't mention a better movie than your movie, because I'm not saying... Obviously, Psycho is legendary for a number of reasons, mostly being that huge marketing swerve, which X absolutely does not have. They were very upfront about what this movie was. (laughs) But I, I feel like I get similar levels of enjoyment. So I guess I gotta rewatch Psycho and find out. So yeah, what do you guys think? Any movies that make you want to watch other movies? Um, it's interesting for me because I've never, with the with like two exceptions, one being a I feel like completely out of whack 
connection and one being one that makes a lot more sense. A different one that makes a lot more sense. I never really thought about movies that way. Usually for me, what happens more often is that my brain does pick up on the whole thing of why are they referencing a different or better movie in this movie, and that ends up being a distraction. The only movies that I've had can like think of off the top of my head were when we watched Us in theaters, the NWA scene made me want to go rewatch Straight Out of Compton, hmm. which is an excellent movie, by the way, if you're into classic hip-hop, especially classic West Coast hip-hop. And watching Ford versus Ferrari made me want to rewatch, even though I can't really figure out how to watch it again, a movie made in the early 70s called Le Mans. It's a Steve McQueen movie, and it effectively only existed as an excuse for Steve McQueen to go sports car racing. Hmm. Like, that that's that's kind of it. But it's still, both of those movies are still about the 24 hours of Le Mans race, just in different years with different setups. And then with Us, which is a exceptional thriller horror movie, having both the most annoying and best use of NWA I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> uh, I remember when we saw it in theaters and the music starts playing. I'm not going to... If, if you know NWA, you probably know the song I'm talking about, but I can't say the name of the song without us, without YouTube getting in trouble, or with us. Um, oh, no, it's fine. We're past re- the first three minutes. Oh, okay. It's Fuck the Police. Uh, they, it's Fuck the Police. And I remember leaning over to you and going, I freaking hate this. And you just saying, wait, wait, wait for it. And then you see the dead parents of the other family and the kids come across them and you just hear the part of the song where it goes easy we would you please get on the stand and tell everybody about this fucked up situation (laughs) (laughs) just like oh 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 i'm so bad but that's so good i have a topic topic for next week for sure (laughs) what i have a topic for next week now nice uh, <laughs> no, I, have, I have a topic um, for next week. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs> no, that's that's the one where it's like that's those are two completely opposite movies. So, hmm. so for me, the best thing, like I mean, obviously a remake and the original. You kind of want to watch the original or the remake to see how it stands up. I remember watching Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and having such a bad taste in my mouth that I went to go watch the uh, the original Willy Wonka <laughs> right after. Yeah, just because I needed to get some, I needed to get something that wasn't terrible in my mouth. Ugh, that movie's so bad. <laughs> Sounds like you bit on some bitter chocolate there. Shut up. You, you, <laughs> you, you. I... He's done it. <laughs> See, so, please don't applaud that. That joke was terrible. Yeah, well, that's why I'm applauding <laughs> it. <laughs> so for me, a lot of the a lot there, movies that have bad action make me want to go watch a kung fu movie because I want to see people get slapped in the face harder. Like <laughs> if I see a bad action scene that's just very very terribly done in a movie, or it's just boring and I want to fall asleep, then I'll, I'll turn on. I'll be like, okay, I'm done with this movie, or I want to go watch a Jackie Chan movie where he just goes beats up people for 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah. What that did remind me of is in I believe it's. Fast and Furious 7. There's too many of these freaking movies. <laughs> as Speaking as a big fan of the series, there are too many of these movies. This series should have ended ages ago. I think it's either Fast 7 or Fast 8, where Jason Statham and The Rock are like trying to fight through a prison riot, and that whole sequence, especially with all how over-the-top it was, after that scene, I remember thinking to myself, I should watch Fight Club. 
I've <laughs> never seen Fight Club. I should watch Fight Club. <laughs> Watching the Boss Baby made me want to. Oh go, no! Made me want to go watch. The, what is that one? Um, what is that one Alec Baldwin movie where he says coffee is for closers? Glenn Gary, uh, Glenn Ross. Yes, it made me want to go watch Glengarry Glen Ross because they made a direct reference to I it. And it was like, I still have not seen The Boss Baby, but I remember watching the trailer, having already seen Glengarry Glen Ross, hearing that, put that cookie down. Cookies He's are for closers. And I'm closers. just like, what? The, who? What? Huh? <laughs> it's, Why? It's actually a really good movie. I'm not <laughs> kidding you. Boss I Baby. I really enjoyed that movie. It has a very interesting way of... So it's not it's it's a kids movie but it's it's I genuinely had a fun time watching it and I watched it going into it thinking I was going to absolutely hate it. It has a very unique blending of animation styles as well. It's very good. Do you know the really messed up thing? Hmm. I still have not seen the first Boss Baby, but I saw the sequel. You saw the sequel? Saw the sequel? I saw the sequel and for the life of me, I don't remember why. <laughs> When did it come that out? Seems... Let me look this up. See, was this during the period where you're trying to see like as many movies as possible every it week? It might have been when I was trying to what? when I was trying to do the MMAs. Let me double check because mm. now I I don't because I don't remember talking about it. I don't remember speaking about it. Why, why did you watch the second Boss Baby movie? That would okay. That's why it came out July first, and I think the last one I did was for June. My dude, I oh, am sorry. When I was I'm adding the, July the boss baby that I never actually made because I was I'm like, adding the, Ugh. I'm adding the boss baby to my list once we're done. Oh dear. Oh dear. This is gonna be great. <laughs> this is gonna be. Oh no! Something. You know what it was? You know what it was? I tried watching the first boss baby. I tried watching it before I saw the sequel, so I'd have an idea of what I was in for. And I could not find it anywhere that didn't require me to pay extra money for it. And God help me, I was not paying money to rent the Boss Baby. <laughs> I didn't even pay money to see the Boss Baby. Um, what other movies made me want to watch another movie? All of them are bad movies. They're like, this movie's terrible. I want to watch a good movie. <laughs> yeah, I feel like in general, a lot of bad movies give me that sense of I would rather watch almost anything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of want to watch The Last Starfighter again after watching um, that the, that one movie from last week hmm. that I've already forgotten the name of. Mary the Witch's Flower? No, not- The Adam no. Project. Oh, <laughs> The Adam Project, that's it. The Adam Project. Yeah. Not, no, yeah, not our game, not our movie night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know. have a weekly movie night that we do. Mm. For those initiated- <laughs> I will say I've been li- I've been listening to more Boston since uh since that movie came- since we saw the Adam Project. <laughs> okay, that's a lot more. Okay, that's that's different. Well, they got that one <laughs> song said- in it. Four player feel. Or, it's been such a long time. As to say, that's another thing, and I could probably go over to maybe be a tangent for next week's topic potentially. Maybe I don't know because I could definitely talk about like movies that have gotten me to listen to more varieties of music. I could talk about that forever. Yeah, but. Oh, I guess the biggest one is any DC movie makes me instantly want to go watch the better DC movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Teen Titans yeah. go to the movie. <laughs> See, for me, <laughs> I, I don't know, because, like, I don't, 
The, the funny thing is, most of the better DC movies are the later ones, so it doesn't. <laughs> the The effect is in reverse for me. It's like, oh, why couldn't I have? Why couldn't they have started with this? But I guess, I guess watching Wonder Woman eighty four made me want to watch the first one instead. Oh God! Anything's uh, better than that piece of crap. Oh God! That was, was the worst. Uncomfortably what? awful. That, the whole yeah. the scene where she goes and tells everyone. Uh, what what was it like? She uses her lasso to make like a like a proje- like she just projects her voice to everyone, telling them that renounce your like, wishes, renounce your wishes, and everyone listens because this is a perfect world that we live in. Yeah, and, ev- and nobody's yeah. gonna keep on to hold on to their wishes because and uh, everybody made selfish wishes and nobody wished for like, their blind brother to get their sight back or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh. that movie. That movie made me want to die. That- and I was watching it with two people who were crying of happiness that whole movie, and I'm like, "Really? I can't really? believe that you guys like this movie." I got, <laughs> I got so angry because they were defending the movie, and I'm like, "How can you defend this? This is literally garbage." Oh, so God, anyway, I'm getting heated now. Enough bashing on Wonder Woman '84, I guess. We'll save that for when Wonder Woman three comes out. Oh, I don't want to watch Wonder Woman three. It'll probably be. Fine. I'm really hoping I, that Wonder Woman eighty four was just kind of sabotaged by all the extra time between filming it and releasing it. Anyway, like I feel like there's a good movie in there somewhere. Just I don't. Deep. Yeah, deep. I don't know. I don't, and and that's coming from. And I had a lot of, it, especially being a history nerd, I had a lot of issues with Wonder Woman one. It's like, well, that was still enjoyable. Eighty four should be a good time. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I think that about wraps up that topic, which means we're about done for the evening. Next week, I'm really hoping we can do everything, everywhere, all at once. But did that come out yet? It's supposed to be out next week, but the problem is I still can't find any goddamn showtimes for it. Dude, I really want to watch that movie. So do I. I, really want- I love Michelle Yeoh. But if no showtimes pop up, I'm gonna be forced to go with Plan B, which is The Lost City. No! Starring no! Not the Lost City! That looks so terrible! Look, at least if we have to do the Lost City, look on the bright side, we get Daniel Radcliffe playing an eccentric billionaire bad guy named Abigail. <laughs> okay. okay, that might make up for it, but... Right? Right? Would you be willing Would you be willing to pay for uh, everywhere... everywhere every, oh. Yeah, first movie one. If I have to... And if there's, if it's not regal, it's fine, but I also, as long as it's not super far away, is the thing. I just, I've been plugging, I've been plugging my zip code into Fandango and not seeing anything. If there is a showtime, tell me. I need to go see that movie. It's a martial arts movie with Michelle Yeoh being ridiculous. Yeah, no, and it's A24 again. And how, how rare is it, A24 two weeks in a row? (laughs) (laughs) I'm quite pleased. I'm very... Yeah, no, I really want to see that movie. So if that if that if there's a showtime for that, let me know about it. Greg, are you in? Are you down? Oh, absolutely. All right. So oh. yeah, next week either we get to watch a really cool looking A twenty four movie, or we all get to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd have let's to. Let's hope for the let's hope for the former. I wonder let's if I can sneak in alcohol. I'm always show. suffering. I hope for the latter. Because then I get to okay. play you guys I'll... down with me. Anyways, whatever. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this has been uh, what the the bridge under the Chick-fil- bridge episode three. Yeah. hey, look at me! I'm such a fan. I know the name of the podcast. Yeah, that you're on. <laughs> yeah, 
Heck yeah. Uh, I'm the Asian duck man. Congrats uh, on watching episode one, by the way, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) And and not getting banished. (laughs) Yeah. Now make sure to watch episode two before next week, or you're banished again. I was... uh you're I banished. was on episode two. <laughs> you were on it, but you didn't listen to it. Yeah, man. I listened oh. to it. We need that viewer oh engagement. My... We need the views. <laughs> Watch time helps us with monetization. <laughs> we're a long ways off. Oh, and we need all the clips we could get. Oh, sweet Jesus. Anyway. Either watch it or put it on your social media. I got him anyway. now. I trapped him. Anyway, uh, this has been a podcast. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Please push the like button and subscribe. And hit uh, the bell. Use, our, use, use promo code. <laughs> use promo code. No, no, no. Don't give free promo codes. You I don't know how those work. <laughs> it could be that by making it. It could be somebody will take advantage of it and make one. And next thing you know, you plug it into HelloFresh and you get a free trial. We get no money. <laughs> what? Bye, everybody. That's it. Use no, pro- we're done. promo code troll. This is the end of it. 10% off. I'm stopping it now. I, I'm c-